Hi everyone, my name is Pippa and I'm the student intern this year at Holy Trinity and I'm going to be sharing from Luke chapter 13 verses 22 to 30. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There'll be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first and first who will be last. So if I'm being completely honest, um, I wasn't that excited to be given this passage um, to talk on, as I think it seems like quite a vast contrast to uh, the rest of the New Testament's teaching. Uh, for example, Jesus tells us to make every effort to enter the narrow door, whereas Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says that it's by grace that we have been saved, that it's not through our own effort, but as a gift from God. And similarly, Jesus says that many will try and enter the narrow door and will not be able to, Whereas John 3.16 says that whoever believes in me will not perish but have eternal life. And so I'm going to attempt today to debunk some of the misunderstandings and misrepresentations of faith and salvation in this passage and show why I believe these verses are good news for us today. So firstly, I'd like to say that Jesus is the narrow door. When Jesus says make every effort to enter the narrow door, he doesn't mean that salvation is brought through our good works or that we can somehow earn our way into the kingdom of heaven, but rather that he himself is the narrow door. Therefore, I believe this passage is actually in agreement with Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, that if Jesus is the narrow door, then surely it is by faith alone um, that we receive eternal life. And so the reason why we need to strive to enter the kingdom of God is because many things will pull us away from Jesus. Many other doors will promise us happiness and fulfilment. And this causes people to stumble in their faith. And I believe that when we talk about faith, we don't just mean believing facts like Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary or that he died on the cross for us. But actually putting our faith in Jesus means trusting him with our whole life. And so we shouldn't be people who just believe facts, but who have a living, active faith in Jesus, because he alone is the way, the truth and the life. Secondly, I believe that Jesus is distinguishing the difference between eating and drinking with him and seeing him teach on our streets and truly knowing him. The owner of the house tells them, I don't know you or where you come from. The fact that they don't know Jesus seems to be the reason the door is shut on them. He doesn't say, what have you done for me or how hard have you worked for me? He simply says, I don't know you. What's crucial in entering the kingdom of heaven seems to be not how many times we've gone to church or how expansive our Bible knowledge is, but what our personal faith and relationship with Jesus is like. The message translation says that people will protest saying, but we've known you all our lives, only to be interrupted with his abrupt, 
Your kind of knowing can hardly be called knowing. You don't know the first thing about me. And so when we read this, we see that Jesus isn't interested in our hard work. And so what he is interested in is how well we truly know him. And so I'd like to ask you, are you like the Pharisees who watched Jesus preaching in the streets? You knew kind of who he was. Or are you like his disciples who truly know Jesus and truly have a living faith in him? And thirdly, many people read this Bible passage and question for themselves whether or not they will enter the kingdom of God. And in doing so, we fail to see that Jesus is giving us the opportunity to enter the narrow door before we actually try. The passage says, once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, then you will stand outside knocking. Jesus's invitation to enter the narrow door is extended before we even acknowledge him. In fact, in order to close the door, in order for the house uh, keeper to close the door, it must have been open in the first place. And so although the door is narrow, it is open for all people. And within the context, Jesus is contradicting the many Jewish people who believed that um, salvation was only for the Jews and not for the Gentiles. So Jesus is challenging this idea by saying the door is open for all people and we shouldn't focus and anguish over the gnashing of teeth and the weeping. We should focus on the fact that people will come from east and west and north and south and take their place at the feast in the kingdom of God. And so finally, when we read the passage with this perspective of God's grace through our faith in Jesus, we see that the suffering it takes to maintain faith when other doors beckon us in is so worth it. In fact, when Jesus says that they'll come from east and west and north and south, he's telling us a bit of something uh, of how heaven will look. So firstly, it's a certainty. Jesus says they will come. Uh, this is a promise and not something to be taken away from us. It's also a place of rest. It says we'll sit down at a feast and it's a place of good company. We will be with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the other prophets in heaven. It's a place where people come from all over the earth, not just a few, as is suggested in verse 22, but people from north, south, east and west, from all countries, from all over the earth. And finally, it's a place of justice. It says those who are first in this life will be humbled while the last will be exalted. And so what? What can we do with this? Well, I think we have a responsibility to encourage other people to enter the narrow door. Many will try and enter into the kingdom of heaven because that is where we belong. We've been made for a relationship with God all the way back in Genesis. And so I believe that as we have faith and as we've been put right with God, we then have the job of making every effort to encourage other people to also enter through the narrow door. And so this is my challenge for you. Who can you invite to church this week? Who can you share the gospel with? I'd really love to know who you are encouraging to walk alongside you through the narrow door. Amen.